When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about it. Lemon drops. <laughs> Go. Take it over. Welcome back to the squeeze. We are just a laughing, happy, married couple over here. But look at us, as joyous as can be. Floating on clouds. Not a problem in the world. Hi, everyone. Hi. We're back back down to earth now. So I was thinking recently that, you know, we've been so busy and definitely have kind of like slacked off of going to therapy. Yeah. Um, I haven't been in a bit because we've been a little busy and it's crazy because I definitely feel the effects of not going. Okay. I didn't really think I would feel the effects of not going or didn't know there was effects to feel. Well, I mean, um, that would make sense. It would. I honestly just feel like that kind of further proves our belief of therapy and that it actually works. For sure. But I'd love to hear you expand a little. How are you? Um, let's dive. Let's dive into this. My ducks are more in a row in my mind when I go. That's a good feeling. Yeah, I don't like not being organized. Mm-hmm. I feel like that definitely helps like settle my mind because my mind definitely talks a lot. Yeah, like I'm like if I'm sitting silent, there's like fifty things firing in you my have brain. A very active mind. So that definitely it definitely helps kind of like quiet my my brain or i'm just reminded of like the tools that i need to use in everyday life yeah in a few weeks when we are back home and settled let's definitely get back into that routine yeah that would be wise and helpful yeah i am curious uh those of you listening watching if you go to therapy if you do if you like it if you don't if you've been interested in it we'd just love to like kind of hear your thoughts on that because it's something that I'm interested in. Yeah. What has helped? Yeah. What you enjoy. Or like tips that your therapist yeah, have told you. We tips love tips or tools. Yeah. We, we love those. Those are fun. I love For a sure. little a little nugget tool. Yeah, please share. Yeah. Okay. Can we dive into this? Yeah, I know you're I am excited. Yeah. So we recently, I mean I guess it's been, you know, a month or two ago, but we went to Comic-Con Liverpool, um, and it was so much fun. Liverpool was awesome. Uh, we got to meet so many fans and awesome people there, and just honestly, we had the best time. Yeah, everyone was, like, so kind. The fans were so fun. You guys were all so sweet. Very sweet people. Yeah, we had, we just, like, had the best time. Yeah, I don't know how they attracted such uh, a sweet group of humans. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we also met at that Comic-Con a young actress who uh, is in a show that I've recently started watching and I'm loving. And um, 99.9% of the population apparently has watched because it is the second most watched show on Netflix ever. Ever. And that would be Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday, Wednesday. And today on the show, we have Emma Myers, Ooh. who plays Enid. Enid. I always say it the wrong way. 
Yeah. I put some like flair on it because I think I'm fancy. <laughs> it's just Enid. Yes. Emma plays Enid, um, Wednesday's roommate. Yeah. And she is so good in the show. Um, it's just funny because in real life, she's very different than Enid. I definitely like there were things that Enid did that like yeah. were Emmaisms. Yeah. But for the most part, you know. Emma is, she's a, she's an introvert. Yeah. She's an introvert. She's quiet. She is the sweetest angel you'll ever meet. And Enid is just this massive personality. Yeah. So it's so cool to watch the show. It was cool to, for me to meet Emma, become friends with her, know Emma, and yeah. then go and watch the show and see her as Enid. For sure. Um, it's like, wow. Girl. I had the opposite of that because I watched the show. Yeah. And then met her. Yeah. So we kind of got like the best of both worlds with that. But yeah, but yeah she's like the kindest soul. She's so sweet. Um, we just adore her. And she's so talented. We are so excited for her and her future. Yeah, it is. This is this is just the beginning for her. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier because it's awesome when it's awesome when awesome things happen to awesome people. Heck yeah. Emma is definitely that. So we we feel really lucky to have her on the show. Um, she just so happened to come out quickly. Um, and we got her to come over yeah. and uh, snuck her in. And um, it was a great chat. And we're just yeah. so thankful to have her. And I know you guys are going to enjoy listening. Yeah, fun episode. We dove into a lot of topics, you know. Wednesday, her upbringing and just kind of like how she's settling into fame this new because she's going through it right now she's in the whirlwind in the best way but she's definitely going through it so i love just hearing you know her boundaries that she has set to keep her mental health in check and to just kind of like keep going in a healthy place which is awesome that she's able to do that at 21 years old yeah so yeah she recently had her 21st birthday she was with her yeah she had her 21st birthday during uh comic-con yeah um, which was so sweet. And we were very lucky to be able to sit next to her. Like the booth, Taylor's booth was right next to her booth. Yeah. And I like sat in between the two booths. Um, and Emma had just the cutest little fans going up to her, dressed up as her or as Wednesday. And I was just living life, watching all these cute little little fans coming up. Oh, I know. And she handles them so well. Yeah. She's, she's so sweet great. with them. She's going to be great. So let's dive in and, and listen to this chat. Ladies and gentlemen, little lemon drops. <laughs> we have somebody with us today that we are, well, at this point, we'll have, we've already <laughs> described to you who is here, but we, um, we recently met Emma, Miss Emma Myers, um, and hit it off instantly. She is incredible, and we feel truly so lucky and so blessed today to have her with us, so. Emma, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Welcome <laughs> to the squeeze. <laughs> um, so we start each episode with this beautiful jar, a little segment called Citrus Got Real. Mm. If you would like to pull, there's a piece pieces of paper in there. If you would like to pull a question out, they're very deep, serious, okay. hard hitting hey, questions. Babe, don't be mean. Emma, they're they're not. <laughs> they're fun. <laughs> All right. Let's see. 
My reading out loud skills. <laughs> okay. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Oh my gosh. Wow. That might be the best one we pulled. That's <laughs> a fun question. Oh my that. God. I probably would have punched somebody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know, probably got into a fight with somebody over road rage. I'm a very loud driver. Them? I yell a lot when I'm driving. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't like road rage. I just like have a lot to say. You're a passionate <laughs> yeah. driver. Yeah. So I have I, a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have just caused an argument over Stop. a parking spot or something. And then have you oh gotten in I arguments on I, the road? Well, I drive, road a, I drive away before okay. it gets too serious. You haven't got to the punching part? Yeah, not yet. Okay. But that's probably what I've been arrested for. Stop. Oh my gosh. That's the best answer. I don't know if I'm going to top that. I can only imagine Emma getting into like an argument on the road with somebody and they do want to get out of like the car and it's like some massive grown yeah. man and Emma steps out. I she like walks up. Oh my gosh. Uh, Mine may be something similar as in like getting like protective of you or something like someone being like annoying towards you. Yeah, you do get overly protective <laughs> it's very you're sweet. welcome I, I know that's why we don't have to hire security uh, <laughs> my wife is my security yeah that's true that's true i don't know that's a tough question yours would be doing something like oh yes yes oh oh well go ahead i was gonna say doing something illegal that you didn't know was illegal or like doing like jumping a fence into yeah. like a restricted area because you thought it looked fun, yeah. but you're just aloof sometimes. That's what I was, oh, okay, rude. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good trait about you. Being aloof, you just live life in bliss sometimes. Just don't think about the implications of your actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like yeah, jumping on over or flipping, climbing something that. I'm not supposed to be. Yeah, scaling, parkour. scaling like parkour, this, parkour. The, the Statue of Liberty or something. We're going to get into your parkour later. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start stretching. We're going to demonstrate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> A squeeze exclusive. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah. Okay, good question. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Cozy Earth, but we were first introduced to Cozy Earth from their bedding. Their bedding is one of the softest things to be walk the face of this earth. Yeah. But we recently found out that they have loungewear. I have a pajama set that is one of the most comfortable things. It's stretchy. It's so comfortable. I literally have brought it on all of our trips. It's been to Europe with me twice. Great with the, travel. With Stagecoach with me. It's it's my go-to travel bring for everything because it's cute, but it's also comfortable and it's truly like the softest thing ever yeah i need to get more of their stuff yeah yeah we butter butter on your body butter yeah so we love cozy earth and cozy earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today up to 35 percent off site-wide when you use code the squeeze so head to cozy earth and use code the squeeze for 35 percent off site-wide wow that's a great deal so something, as you guys know, that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey, journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. 
Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support, 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Yeah. Like There's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient and they have great therapists. Yeah. And it's, it'll just keep you accountable too. So we... Highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy is just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, mm-hmm. medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's Cerebral. C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L dot com slash podcast and use code the squeeze. Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy. This episode of The Squeeze is brought to you by BetterHelp. We have talked about BetterHelp a lot, a lot. On, sure have. On this show. Just because we both believe that therapy is so important. You've seen the effects of it in some of the guests in our episodes. Uh, you've seen the effects on us. And I've recently kind of been talking about how I feel because we've been, we've just been so busy out of town, all over, popping everywhere. Um, I haven't been consistent with therapy and I feel it. And I'm like itching to go back. It is. It's, you know, it's, it's a time commitment. It's a financial commitment. It's a commitment, um, but it's an important one. It has been tough recently with travel, and I know a lot of people deal with that, finding the time, finding the budget uh, for it, and that's why we love BetterHelp so much. Yeah. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, go ahead and check out BetterHelp. Um, it's entirely online which is great because it's designed to be convenient, flexible, fit your schedule if you need therapy during your lunch break, driving home from work, um, whatever it is, it's designed to fit your needs. So go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash the squeeze today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash the squeeze. I want to go back to the beginning. Because I'm actually curious and I can relate to, um, I feel like I can relate to a lot of probably what you're going through. When did you start acting? And then part B is, have you, because I know I went through, because I started when I was eight um, and I went through waves of, you know, booking things then going through dry spells and facing that rejection, facing those no's. And truth is, I mean, I did a couple projects when I was young um, that were, you know, successful. But then after those, I went through a dry spell for three, four years where I couldn't book a single thing. 
And then finally, this thing called Twilight came up and I was a right before, months before um, I got Twilight, I was about ready to hang it up and say, I just, I can't do this anymore. Um, so when did you start and how did that rejection no phase, you know, affect you? Um, I started when I was pretty young. I did a lot of theater okay. and commercial work because I grew up in Orlando and Orlando is like a big commercial market. Oh, yeah. And I did a little bit of film and TV, but nobody hires out of Orlando yeah. for the most part. And so it was kind of like what you were saying, booking one thing going months again without having another audition and then it would be you know another couple auditions nothing when I hit 12 Mm -hmm. is when I was like I can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. I'm taking a break and I don't know that I want to return to it so I put all my energy into dance and I was a dancer for a while Um, and then when I hit 16 I moved to Atlanta and I figured well People do hire out of Atlanta. Might as well try it again because it's still a huge passion of mine. Um, But yeah, as a kid, it, I mean, unless I was doing some like local commercial or print work or anything, it wasn't, I didn't see it being a job because it wasn't enough to, you know, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So you just didn't have that expectation. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. What was the audition process like for Wednesday? Because I remember you telling us it was like, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. I uh, I auditioned originally in February of 2021. Went two months without hearing anything. Wow. Thought it, I didn't get it. That's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. Waiting Actually. by the phone. Why did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> they... Then I got a call from my manager saying, oh, you're actually in the running. They're just trying to secure Wednesday 1st. You're just going to have to wait it out. So I did a callback over Zoom at some point in April, I want to say, and then went another two months without hearing anything. Uh, And then I did a chemistry read with Jenna. Okay. Um, Thought I bombed it. You did? Yep. Wow. (laughs) The thing I didn't realize about how Jenna plays Wednesday in our call was that she's very, she takes her time with her words, mm-hmm. very slow, and very articulate. And I had cut off one of her lines. Oh, stop. Thinking she maybe just forgot the second half of her line yeah. or it was just done. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to let the awkward silence yeah. continue. So I jumped on it. But at the time, she went to go say her line at the same time. <laughs> And uh, there was a little bit of a fumble there. Uh, and I got off the call and was like, nope, not happening. Aww. I missed it. And then a week later, I booked it. But wow. yeah, it was a four-month process. Yeah. Yeah, pretty long. Do you know how many people were in the chemistry read? Like, what was it down to at that point? I think three. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they had three for each of us when we got down to the chemistry reads. Okay. So, yeah. I was going to ask like how cuz I'm I, I don't do I don't do this thing that you guys do. <laughs> Did you know you wanted to audition for Enid? Was it like your team that brought it to you? Did someone like how like did you read the script and you're like I liked this character or What's funny is I auditioned for Wednesday at first. Oh wow. Thought this is not going to go well. I can't pull it off. Didn't pull it off, but they came back and they were like, oh, but, you know, you might be good for Enid. Let's give it a shot. So my team got sent the Enid breakdown 
Um, and then from that point on, I was like, okay, this feels much better. That's fine. <laughs> Went with Enid from there, and that's how. Oh my gosh, yeah. how cool. Okay, so the producers saw you audition for Wednesday. Unfortunately, my showrunners have brought up my audition to me before. Stop. <laughs> it's like, no, don't talk about it. Have you watched it back? Oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, go ahead. Um, do you feel like you and Enid are more similar than different, or where do you think you like compare and contrast with her? I think we're pretty different. What's funny is that people who don't know me, like when we were at Comic-Con, I had yeah. a lot of people come up to me being like, you say you're not like Enid, but you are Enid. But I think that's just, you know, my outward personality when I'm trying to, yeah. you know, socialize yeah. with people. Um, but I think we're pretty different. I am not much of an extrovert. Don't really wear a lot of colors. Um, and I think she's more personable and more like she can communicate better with others than I can. Um, but because we're not so like I quite like playing her because it's yeah. Yeah. it's fun to be a bit different. Yeah, for sure. That's so cool. We like millions of others uh watched your Fallon clip, which <laughs> by the way, was that the first talk show that you <laughs> yeah. did? Are you serious? First time. That's wild. Ha, what that's a, a big what, one to start a with. It's one a big and one a great to start one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was I screamed when they called me about it. Oh um, were you so nervous? So nervous. Yeah, I was so been nervous. Vomiting. I was shaking. I was wearing these heels, these like heeled boots, and I was like, "I'm gonna trip on the stage on my way up." <laughs> Thank God I didn't. <laughs> I know you think about like every possible thing that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, Leno was my first ever, and I was terrified, but he was so sweet. And Jimmy is yeah. literally the best, Jimmy's as you so know. So lovely. Yeah, That's, he is honestly the best person mm -hmm. to start with. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, sorry, getting carried away. Um, in the Fallon interview. You talked about this werewolf training thing, <laughs> and I found it very interesting because I, too, happened to play a werewolf, and I got to be honest, I was not given any sort of training. Really? No, <laughs> no, no, no. So I, I was very intrigued by this, and it sounded like not basic. Like, you really did some stuff. I did some stuff. And we found some clips of it as well. <laughs> So the clips, that's your dance background, right? Because yeah, you were just throwing dance. aerials. Yeah, that's dance. I did a little bit of gymnastics and some figure skating, but for the most part, it's dance okay. background. Because she's showing me a clip. She's like, oh, in her werewolf training, she learned how to do a kip up and an aerial. And I was like, babe, there's no way. I don't even care if she was training for like a month or two. She didn't just learn how to do from the werewolf trainer and Ariel and no, a kip up. Yeah, that was that's been years of that's so funny. And dance too. Yeah, yeah. Was that hard to do with flexed feet as a dancer? Yes. I have to ask. Oh, it made me cringe really badly. <laughs> they would, I would do it, and they'd be like, "You look too graceful. Can you make it uglier?" Mm -hmm. And I'd try, and it would just like hurt me inside. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I didn't get that. So that sounds really fun. And you um, should have gotten it. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't get to do any of my werewolf stuff, even though I trained for it. Really? Really. Why? Well, COVID, partly, they didn't want us mixing with the stunt crew. Uh -huh. And um, we were like a month behind schedule. And uh -oh. it just got to the point where it's like, it's easier to let the stunt guy just do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Next season, though. Next did, season. <laughs> did no part of you go, you know what, I'm going to be playing a werewolf. 
um, maybe I should call up somebody else that has played a werewolf <laughs> and get some advice. Or you're more of like a teen wolf Tyler Posey type. No, no, no. No, okay. I was Twilight all the way. What's funny <laughs> is that my cousin is obsessed with Twilight. Okay. And she had been calling me the local Jacob for Stop. quite a while after I had booked Wednesday. Oh my gosh. Um, and when I, I sent her a picture of us together and yeah. she sent me a voice memo being like, what the heck? No. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with you? Okay, we have to FaceTime her I after know. this. We will. Okay, we will. Okay. Yeah, she'll oh be my stoked. Gosh. How cute is that? I love that. We'll drop it after this. I've been asked this question a trillion times and I'm sure you have already and you are going to continue to be. But I'm still going to ask you anyways. When you booked the job or when you were auditioning for it, did you know what level of, you know, were people telling you this is going to be massive when you were filming even? Did you what what were you thinking it was going to be? And did it blow your it's the number two most watched show on Netflix ever? Yeah. 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 So what was your what did you think? I mean, I thought it was going to be successful yeah. yeah successful because it's tim burton it's yeah. the adams family yeah you know he has a lot of fans adams family has a lot of fans it would have gained some traction i didn't think it was going to get that much attention yeah uh my showrunners were shocked the cast was shocked um but i didn't even really realize it had broken records because when the show came out i was filming and hadn't been checking Social media, I hadn't been looking at anything. Mm. Uh, and when I got home for Christmas after it came out, my family was like, do you realize how big this show is? Yeah. That's Completely so blew my mind. We had no idea it was going to be that big. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, I mean, yeah, I guess before it aired or around the time of the show airing, you had like a million followers and now you're at like almost 12 million followers. Before even the trailer, the first teaser came out, I probably had like 900 followers. Yeah. Wow. Shut up. Mm -hmm. This proves my point even more. <laughs> From 900 to almost 12 million it's followers. Crazy. What has that like adjustment been for you? Because obviously like this whole new level of fame and attention, it, I, it was probably just like, freaking thrown at you what what has that been like it's was hard getting used to mm. at first now I'm a bit more used to it because I've found ways to kind of like deal with it and make it not so intense um but at first I mean like I still had my Instagram notifications on yeah oh wow and my DMs were open and yeah. stuff like that so all at once like after it dropped the first day I had like an influx of people coming to my social media and messaging and liking and commenting and all that sort of stuff. And it got really overwhelming and I thought I'd be able to handle it, but yeah. I couldn't. Um, so I've like turned off my tagged photos. My DMs are all restricted and stuff like that just because it makes it easier for me to handle it. Yeah. yeah. What's weird is that when I was younger, I was a big fan of things uh, loved looking at people's tagged photos, loved, you know, liking and commenting and all that. Um, mm. But now that it's happening to me, I can understand why people are weirded out by it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a lot, but it's better now. Are there any other boundaries besides like social media that you've kind of like had to put in place to be like, OK, this is I need to not really look at this. What else is there? 
my sisters find it funny to look at my name on Twitter and stuff. And I've recently just had to tell them, please just don't. I, yeah. Yeah. They send me stuff and it's all fun and games and all that. We have giggles, but uh, it just gets overwhelming sometimes. And yeah. I don't, even if it's like nothing harmless, it's just pictures of me, you know, on set or, you know, recent styling photos of me. I just, it's a lot to have so many people talking about you and mm-hmm. you not like even knowing that they're talking about you. Yeah. Because I don't have Twitter. I don't have TikTok. I don't have Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, So knowing that there's whole other social media platforms that yeah. people can say whatever they want and I can't even see it yeah. uh, is a little bit crazy. Yeah. When I know for me, I, I don't, I, I hate the term like overnight success. Like so many people don't know you and don't know like the amount of work and time that's gone into stuff. It's like, you know, I think for you and me both, like we both started so young and like doing all these different things. There's, 95 percent of the world just didn't know about it Mm. and then you get like the one big job that you know throws it over the top and people are like oh you know overnight success but for me when the the fame um like that level of it hit i think i mean there's just no there's no handbooks on you know how to correctly go about that and at least for me um like when twilight came out and stuff uh social media wasn't really a thing um or i just wasn't privy to it um but i don't think it was a big thing not like it is now yeah Yeah. clearly um but i think where i i don't want to say like messed up but just something I didn't go about the right way is I found myself putting my own value in things that I shouldn't be, which, you know, when all of a sudden you're walking down the street, you're going into a store and you're being recognized you know, this, that, and the other, you're having paparazzi follow you all the time. And, you know, when you go to a premiere or not even a premiere, just anywhere, and you have fans screaming your name, and it's just like, it all hits so quickly and so powerfully. I didn't notice that I was putting value in that. But when you would go through a quiet time, and it wouldn't be there. And, you know, you would stop being recognized as much. The paparazzi didn't care as much about you. I, I started to get sad. And um, I was definitely not valuing the right things in life. Um, I know this is, you know, the fame part of it has been like, what, six months-ish? Yeah since november okay has anybody given you any sort of guidance or tips on that and how have you been able to prioritize you know how you value yourself my mom is a big help uh constantly reminding me why i'm doing what i'm doing you know don't listen to other people don't you know put your value on things like that also my sisters are a big help uh But it is hard when you have people you haven't spoken to since middle school who still have your number message you or, you know, people that were mean to you and now all of a sudden like you. 
yeah. stuff like yeah. that is it is hard not to kind of put your worth with what you've done yeah but i think i would say my mom is a big help with that that's amazing yeah have you talked a little bit about when you were in school like did you deal with any sort of bullying or negative whatever yeah yeah um so I was homeschooled growing up, but I went to this co-op thing where you'd go in once yeah. a week, do your work, come back the next week. Okay. Um, but I did go to a competitive dance school yeah. or dance studio uh, that had probably 200 girls there, handful of guys. Um, and I competed there for four years. And the bullying that was experienced there was not fun. I mean, me and my friends. Kids are mean. Yeah. Mean for no reason. Yeah. Um, you know, you like something that they don't like, they'll make it known for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, those four years of competitive dance were not fun. It made me really loathe and hate the sport. I wanted to quit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when this comes out, yeah, it's like, oh my God, how are you? You've started hearing yeah. from some of those not so I nice have, people. I have. Yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah. where was this energy in middle school? Yeah. Yeah. I went through this when yeah. we started dating. So, I mean, yeah. I can't imagine Goodness. what you've gone through. But yeah, I I mean, even same thing with me when we started dating. I was like, oh, I haven't heard from you since you called me that mean word in <laughs> high school. Exactly. Or since you- I've found in everybody's different. You can handle it however, you know, you want to for anyone. But for me, I have found that the way to get back at those people is by freaking killing them with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely destroying them with kindness. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that has felt better than that. Yeah. Because then they sit back and they're like, wow, like, I don't even want to address it. I don't even want to address what you did to me, said to me during those days, you know my work and everything speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And on top of that, I'm just going to make you feel stupid by treating you so well. And that has definitely been my favorite way to handle it. I always feel like too, like, I mean, for anyone that is listening that is being bullied, just like from my experience, from our experience, the people that I feel like get bullied growing up it just builds this skin on you that, you know, obviously in the moment is horrible um, and it's not fun to go through. Bullying is never fun, even as a grown adult, but it definitely just prepares you for life and for life experiences. And, you know, like maybe if you were never bullied, you wouldn't have been able to like handle the rejection of not getting like jobs, you know, like it definitely puts a layer of life experience on you. Mm -hmm. So if there's... I'm painfully optimistic sometimes. Yeah. So if there's any positive spin. Well, the other positive spin that I believe is like, I think if not saying that it's, you know, fun to go through, but I think if you're being bullied or picked on for whatever reason, most of bullying comes from like people's insecurity, mm-hmm. which so it means that you're doing something. Yeah. You're yeah. doing something that people are jealous of. You're doing something that they're envious of or, you know, they wish that they could have. And the the easiest thing to do is tear you down instead of them building themselves up to get where you are. 
it's much easier to tear you down and try and take you mm-hmm. down, you know, where they feel comfortable. Exactly. So that's, that's another thing I think with bullying is you should honestly take it as a, a compliment. <laughs> yeah. You know. You want to head into your uh, final question before we? Yes. Final question. I do have a contract back here. If you could just sign on the dotted line, um, Emma Myers, that's your name, FYI, um, <laughs> for a Twilight Wednesday spinoff. Oh, my God. I would do it. Starring <laughs> Enid She's and like, Jacob Black. Oh, my God. Can we come together and join forces? Yes. Okay, perfect. Let me get the contract. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so fun. Our last little segment we have is our Lemon 11. Um, It's 11 questions that we love that we get to. Yeah, fun questions. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, what movie or song title best describes your mental health today? This might be a little dark. I'm going to go with that Radiohead song, How to Disappear Completely. Ooh. I I love Radiohead. Love Radiohead. Are you wanting to disappear? No, <laughs> not at all. Completely? <laughs> not completely. <laughs> okay, I need to go and listen to this now. It's good. It's sad. Okay. It's great. Okay. <laughs> Back to you being more relatable than Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, number two, how open are you as people in your life when you're struggling? I'm pretty open because I try to be a good example for my younger sisters who go through a lot because you're where and i'm the second oldest so there's four of us okay so i have an older sister and two younger ones okay um so i try to set that example as best as i can uh sometimes it is a little hard when you're dealing with stuff that none of the other family really knows how to to. yeah 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 for sure but i try as much as i can to be honest about what's going on yeah all girls. All girls. Wow. That's Taylor's dream. Yeah. It I, loves all girls. I love I love my sisters. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so sweet. Side question off of that quick, because you grew up in Florida. Mm-hmm. When you moved out, you know, you moved not too far away. Was that like, was that a decision you actively made? No. So my dad's job moved up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so I'm still okay. with my family. Oh, okay. Yeah. They all came. They all came, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that, makes that it easier out. for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that worked out great. No, that yeah. really helps with keeping you grounded, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. Um, okay, number three. What is your favorite part of your morning or night routine? I like reading. Okay. So I'll put on some, I have this really long Spotify playlist full of instrumental, like soundtracks or video game music or whatever. Uh, I put that on and I read. I love that. And that's how I wind down. Are you a gamer? I am. You are? Yeah. What do you play? Uh, I played a lot of Nintendo growing up. Shut so like up. Big Zelda. I don't know if anybody knows the games Ace Attorney. They're great. Professor Ooh. Layton. Wow. Yeah. I'm more of a console gamer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you still have like a Nintendo 64 or something? I brought my Switch with me. Stop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So cool. (laughs) I always wanted to try one of those. Yeah. I haven't tried one. GameCube was the best. The GameCube. GameCube. I'm also just an only child girl, so I didn't. Did you even play (laughs) with your like neighbors? My neighbors. I was the only girl on a street of boys, and they were very, they had all of their, but it was like very like Star Wars and like, like, I think I played like Lego Star Wars on. I don't even That's know a good one. on like Xbox or something. Yeah. That was like a big, that was a big one, but it was mainly all like Star Wars 
related in some sports. And I feel like you went straight to oh, like and Xbox and, and oh, Halo. Yeah, yeah but Halo. I was pretty much Never just... played Halo. Really? Really. Halo was fun. That was my dad's game. And I would like hear him playing it at night and I'd be like, what are you playing? As like a 10 year old. I'd like <laughs> walk out of my bedroom in my pajamas. <laughs> so we'd play it sometimes together. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Okay. Number four. How has your career impacted your well-being? Crazy. It's been crazy. Um, but for the most part, I think I'm doing okay with it. Yeah. Uh, nothing too serious yet. So, yeah. 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 I would just say take it one day at a time mm-hmm. and just enjoy the moment that you're in. It's mm-hmm. so like hard to do that. But that's something that I wish I could go back to so many moments and stop worrying about the next step and stop worrying about the future and just like soak in the moment. And it seems like you are very much doing that. So I applaud you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number five, what would you say is the most misunderstood thing about you? Maybe that I am like Enid. Yeah. I have a very laid back, very introverted personality. Yeah. So I think a lot of people tend to just think I'm like her, yeah. especially, like I said, at, at Comic-Con, uh, greeting people. I mean, I am quite energetic when I'm greeting people who paid to come see me, Yeah, you know? But I think, yeah, for the most part, I'm very opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, number six, what is the greatest advice you've ever received? Oh, when you audition? You audition and then you throw your sides away and you don't think of it ever again. That's tough to do, but it's tough. It's good advice. <laughs> it's good advice when I can follow it. Yeah, uh, exactly. It is very tough, especially when it's that one thing that you're like, oh, please just call me for. Yeah. Wow, that's great. But it's it's been actually quite helpful. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I bet. All right, number seven. What does wellness mean to you? Just being in line with everything, like having a good routine, having a good view on things, you know, keeping yourself as healthy as you can. Uh, So I'd say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you're doing that. Number eight, what is your relationship with social media and do you think it affects your well-being? It definitely does. And it can. And I actually wrote a paper on this in university Mm. about how social media is kind of a form of... It can be an addiction, just like, you yeah, know, caffeine, exactly. drugs, you know, whatever. Sure. So I definitely do think it does affect my well-being, but I've now put, like, I have restrictions on all my apps, time yeah. limits, and stuff like that, so I don't keep sitting and scrolling and just staring at a screen and absorbing all the useless information. Yeah. So I think when you learn to put restrictions on yourself, it can actually can learn to benefit from social media yeah so yeah i think i've kind of found a good balance of yeah being on it but not too much yeah that's the tricky part is finding the balance and like um having the willpower to do that yeah yeah Yeah, that's very impressive okay number nine what is your favorite form of self-care that can be whatever. Ooh, I love a good bath. I'm a bath over a shower girl. There you go. Uh, light a little candle, get a book, <laughs> get like a bath bomb, something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I need, to, I need to take a bath. Sunday night routine. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Hey, hey it's that. Sunday. It's true. I'll be in my tub later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 10. 
who has had the most positive impact on your mental health? Oh, goodness. Well, I think, like I said earlier, my family helps a lot. I'd say my family. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. That's a fantastic answer to be able to say, say that. that. Okay. Last but not least, number 11. If you could go back to one moment in your life, which moment would that be and what would you say to yourself? I'd go back to when I was 14, even though it wasn't too long ago. Um, and I would say, quit dance. You're going to be fine. Just do it. <laughs> and you're going to love acting even more. Because <laughs> you, were, were you, you were terrified I of was quitting. terrified, yeah. yeah. I wanted to so badly, but my friends were there. And it's just kind of like once you've gotten a routine in for that long, yeah. I was there for four years and it's hard to quit, but I think I just needed that push. Yeah. Yeah. I did, thankfully, because all my friends quit with me. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, this isn't on the 11, but it's my final question. Do you have like a dream, either role or like co-star? Ooh. Somebody that you would just love to work with? Oh, goodness. Um, <clears throat> I'm here. <clears throat> I know. We need to do that that spinoff. <laughs> That's my dream role right there. <laughs> Wednesday Twilight spinoff. That would be great. Uh, I think I would love to do, I know Neil Gaiman, do, he does like adaptations of his books and I love his books. So I feel like that would be a great project to do. Yeah. One of his things. I love it. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I love it. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for being here. We really appreciate your thank time. Thank you for it's having me. So Ooh, good seeing so you. So fun. You too. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. Miss Emma Myers. <laughs> she just, she puts a smile on my face. I want to literally take her in yeah. and hold her right here and protect her from anything negative in this world. Wrap her in bubble wrap and just. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you shouldn't do that. You know, you gotta, you gotta go through it. But I just hope nothing negative ever happens to her. I know. She's a little angel. Um, I loved wrapping it up with her answer to if you could go back to one moment, what moment would that be? And what would you say to yourself? Mm -hmm. And that for her was to just tell herself that it's okay to quit dance and it's okay to take this risk yeah i know you're afraid to quit dance and you know pursue acting but because yeah, you have this like wild dream like this these wild goals whatever it is it just it's so true for each and every one of us we have these like these dreams and these ideas and these passions and what we really want to be doing and sometimes our our fear uh you know keeps us from doing that my parents say this to me all the time it came from somebody before but it's very true and now i'm gonna butcher it if you aim at nothing mm. you're gonna hit nothing mm. so just imagine this target and if you don't if you don't step up to the line square away yeah and aim at your target and take the shot I can guarantee you what's going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to hit your target. Yeah. So 
why not just take the shot? Yeah. And if you miss your target, fine. It will, you know, probably help guide you onto the next step. Yeah. On the path of your life. But, or it will be a learning experience. You know, it's going to be something. Yeah. But if you aim at nothing, that's what you're going to hit. Nothing. Yeah. Don't let fear hold that back for sure. Yeah. I love that, hun. Thank you so much for squeezing us into your day. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow our pod and check out full episodes on YouTube. You can follow me at Taylor Lautner, my lovely wife at Tay Lautner. Check out The Squeeze on Instagram at The Squeeze. And also give a give a little uh, glance and a follow to Lemons by Tay. That's at Lemons by Tay on Instagram and LemonsbyTay.com. And also be sure to email us, lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com if you guys have any questions, any guests you'd like to see. We've gotten some interesting emails so far, which has been awesome. But most importantly, please continue to talk about your journey with those around you and send our show to a friend that you think could use a little extra squeeze in their life. Absolutely. Toodles magoodles, everyone. Magoodles. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.